Hey, what's good, people? This is episode 115. This is the Option Podcast. That's my dude. That's Avery Drost. Avery Drost. <laughs> ah! We just had this conversation. And the episode starts right now. They ask, they ask, there it is. they What's ask, up, and they shall receive. Because for me, I've got to give the people, give the people <laughs> what they want. It's Avery. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Drost. <laughs> That's right. That's right, player. What's Episode up? 115, man. Yeah, man. I've come a long way, man. I, it, the cool thing is it's like infectious disease people now. It's not just volleyball players because... Um, some, sometimes when volleyball players talk yeah. to volleyball players, it's only going to attract other volleyball players, which is a good thing to us. Yeah. But yeah, I've come a long way and I'm okay. so glad to have my, my, my freaking blonde haired, blue eyed South Bay hitman for hire. That was one of my questions product. How are you, man? <laughs> good, bro. Uh, really good, man. I'm, I'm volleying a lot. I'm, uh, um, I'm, I'm working hard on my game. I've got my two kids in school doing really great. Um, my wife and I are doing awesome together right now. We're busy, you know, all my other work I usually do coaching and everything else, but it's, it's super good, man. And, and I'm working hard on volley for sure. Yo, it's weird. I thought you had three kids. <laughs> it's not, it's not uh, like a... <laughs> it feels like I have three kids. I've got two. Okay. I actually, when, when I moved to New York, uh, uh to LA, I remember, the sleepless nights we have. I have a four-year-old. I remember because yeah, you were you yeah. were or you are coaching NB Surf. Coaching NB Surf right now. Still, yeah, have okay. been for a few years. Yeah, I got NB Surf right now. So I was with Evolution. I actually just recently yep. left. Um, I'm with LA LA oh, Volleyball really? Club, and I'm with LA Beach. I got girls. Okay. Uh, Dane's doing the beach. Uh, Jo Jason All is doing indoor. So I'm gonna be coaching both. Jo, that's yeah. cool. How's that for me from the past? Cool. Yeah, Jo's a friend. Yeah, that's cool. Jo's a friend. I met him when he was on All My Children in New York because he lived in New York for like oh, yeah. six years. So, um, wow, that's cool. Yeah. So, that's I, good, God, dude. I remember. We have a dads have a and I guess dads and moms we have a particular look on our face when you have kids that are <laughs> up at night or whatever. It's like I'm like, hey, hey, every what's good? You and you 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 have this before you answer. You have this look, like like you know. <laughs> yeah. Like why are you asking me? You, yeah, you it's know. like you, you really <laughs> do. You, <laughs> is this a rhetorical question? You think I'm gonna give you a yeah. different answer? I gave you the time Cause, before because we're always good. We're I like. Because in like in the inside we're good. On like the outside sometimes we're pretty beat up, but on the inside we're like really good. Yeah, know? and that's you know, what, you know how that is. Yeah, and and you're right. Because on the inside we're fine. You got the energy, and you you get this exchange with your with your beautiful children. We both got cute yeah. kids. Don't we both have cute kids? Yeah. You see my have you seen uh, my daughter? Of course, she's yeah. super cutie, and uh, I think mine are cute. You know, but. Mm -hmm. That's probably everyone thinks their kids are cute, but I think you're, yeah, you got to, you're super cutie. To quote one of my she, favorite rappers, awesome. they mad because we styling on them, okay? Because we know <laughs> all babies aren't beautiful. Those, they, they come out looking like aliens, right? Like, take take me to your leader. But we got some cute they ass did. Both of them came. Both of them came out looking a little funny, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> and then and then and then the ship kind of writes itself after a couple, you know, a mm -hmm. couple hours. <laughs> I brag because I know. I am securing the fact that my kid got her looks from mom's side. I uh, that is yeah. that is a win. All right, I'm a likable yeah. guy, but nobody trusts me. Here, man. And I don't, I don't want no kids looking like me, Avery. So Avery, let's let's climb in, in, into volleyball a little bit, and I'm gonna bounce around yeah, a little baby. bit. So be patient. The first time I met you, because this is gonna this leads to the question. First yeah. time I met you, and this is so much fun. I, this really kind of got me into beach, New York. AVP 2015. You're right. playing with Bill. Billy e. K. That's right, Bill Kalinsky, and yeah. you made the semifinals as a full yes, as a full time. That was defender. my first my first time in the semis. Yeah, that was your first semis, right? Yeah, dude. And uh, you were yeah. You were so. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of people that I talk to, and they're polite. 
And I guess they're polite because they're just trying to be nice. And then there's some people that are over polite, but they're kind of like phony. And you kind of, and as a New Yorker, I, 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 you know, my bullshit meter, I, I, I see that too. Red flags. Yes. I, I, oh, <laughs> it's still, still even now, even in California for five years. But I talked yeah. to you a few months later. And I was like, congratulations. I saw you know, I was in New York when you're whatever. And you're like, dude, thanks. Hey, that means a lot. And I got such a great feeling talking to you because the short conversation we had came from such a real and honest and genuine place. And, and that's not where I'm going with my question. But I think it's important for my audience to know that you are the same person off camera. Out, when you leave this podcast, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything different about you than when you're on because this is who you are. And for that, I appreciate that. So my Thanks, question, bro. so my that's question, cool, my question is you've been splitting your time as a full-time defender and as a full-time blocker. Um, was yeah. Bill, was Bill your first go around as a full-time defender or was it no, someone else? No, it wasn't. Uh, is is uh it's funny i like kind of tried to end up being a defender for so long i you know i'm trying to put all the pieces together i think because i think even before that did i play with russ marchuka i'm trying to remember um you did i played yeah. some de- you played I after played some defense i guess that was after mm-hmm. i know i played some defense here and there before then uh i think the first time i really got into it and stuck with it for a little while was when me and Billy played. And then the first time I like got, you know, got anywhere and got some results was when, 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 was when me and Billy played. That that was really cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, and ever since this is like always the question that comes up for me is like blocking and defending because I'm six, four, um, I love blocking and, um, there's always a need for blockers. Right. But, but then you look at somebody my size and you're like, ah, if you could be a defender, you know, maybe the ceiling's a little bit higher. Um, so yeah, it's, it, of course, that's like always the question, but, uh, you know, back then that was, I swear, you know, just like every other time it was like, it was about playing with Billy. It's like, Oh, I, I want to play with Billy, you know? And, and that's kind of how I approached it like all the time. Like if there's somebody I want to play with, you know, I'll play the, I'll play the right position, you know, to play with that person. And, and, um, I still think, still think that applies to me you know, in the direction I'm going right now, it's like, it's about the partner. It's about the team. And, you know, if I can do both, cool. Mm-hmm. And I'll do the one that the team needs me to do. I got a question for you. How tall do you think, how yeah. tall is Trevor Crabb? Not how tall is he listed? How tall is yeah. Trevor Crabb? Well, he's definitely taller than me. Uh, you know, yeah, I think, I think, I think Trev is, I, I think, I don't know if Trev is quite six, six, but he's like he's right there. If he he might be like five or six five and a half or something, mm-hmm. but he but he's uh he's for sure taller than me. Like I'm I'm six four right on the dot, and and he's like he's you can see for sure if we stand next to each other he's taller than me. Um I think Try is six five right and Try and Trev are definitely the same height and Trev maybe even a little bit more. He's got that little faux hawk thing going on too. Yeah. It so when he's yeah. so when he's not hunching, <laughs> when he's not hunching, and he got the faux hawk going because I got one under this yeah. hat. I got a party on. I got a party under this hat right now. I just did mine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think he, I think he's he's real close to six six. Super close. I think the point I was trying to make is because you're bigger than that. A lot of people don't know. They don't know. They yeah. don't think six four. Uh, Trevor, right? When he was full time blocking and not splitting block. I yeah. mean, at the international level, six six five or six six isn't isn't what any anyone considers especially tall either. But it's high. Yeah. It's heavily and highly ignored because they, um, you, guys like you, and I'm putting you guys in the same category at least in in, in this respect. I mean, there 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 are differences, of course, but yeah. when you're at the net, nobody's nobody's like, oh, I'm going to expose a six four blocker. You 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 play bigger than that, unless there's some disparaging difference where someone's like seven feet tall, like Seminoff or whatever, or when Robbie yeah, yeah. Pa- when Robbie Page stops hunching and hitting sidearm, um, <laughs> then 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 there might be some difference in reach. You know, uh, you know, I mean, because I've seen you play Ryan Darity, I've seen you play Jay Gibb, I've seen you play uh, Theo Brunner. Uh, all of these guys fill, right? All of these guys are what you would consider the classic full-time front row blocker, and and without getting yeah. to the, and without getting getting into the demographics of their height, they're widely accepted as as like the top three blockers. And I don't yeah. really see blocker those guys. Size. Yeah, I don't really see those guys. 
uh, unless you're not minding your P's and Q's, I don't really see them exposing you as a six four blocker. So I'm so one of my high praises to you is you 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 play size wise you play big at the net. You know, dude, I played indoor. I'm Thanks, a man. I'm a six one setter. Man. I'm a six one setter. I gotta you be got, big. Gotta right, block. I had to be yeah. big too. You know, what's your yeah. wingspan? It's it's not like longer than my height really. It's, I, I don't have I don't have super long arms. Okay. Um, it's 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 probably like a tiny bit tiny bit longer than I am high. So I'm oh. not not super long arms. Um, just have to learn how to block with mm-hmm. uh, all the timing adjustments and all the different ways that you can affect the game at the net, other than just like taking up a ton of space. You know. You know I, I think the way that I can get exposed as a blocker is if I try to play the same as those guys, uh, if I, if I'm trying to just like get up and press huge on every play, you know, there's only so much that I'm really able to take at my biggest. Mm-hmm. And then if I'm just up super early and pressing as big as I can consistently, there's some really flat shots right over the top of me. That's, right. that's the problem with being a smaller blocker. I think it's not, not so much taking away swings. It's taking away like those really flat shots and being able to sort of like step over and reach reach a wide cut shot or think, things like that. So it's got to play timing games and you got to play really connected to your defender and do it right. But then, you know, there's advantages to being small too. You can hide in the pocket a little bit. You can show up in front of guys when they don't see you. Um, you know, hopefully at six, four, I can be a little agile and more quick than, you know, a six eleven guy that's kind of going to be working hard to move around and transition and stuff like that. So it just, I forget sometimes when I'm blocking that I'm small and that I have to, you know, I try to make a big move and I realize, you know, like, you know, that's not, I'm not going to be able, I can't make that move. Like I can't hide over here and then reach back over there and get it. So I got to have great footwork. I got to move laterally really well. I got to time it. I got to, I got to keep my hands high to touch shots. I got to like make aggressive moves. Um, You know, when guys bring the ball down into my space, got to shoot my hands across and get it. But, there's a whole different way to block when you're six four. It's a whole different set of technique versus like being a six nine blocker. So you just you just do it different. And but they can both work. I, I really think they can both work. Something I've noticed um, doing this for a long time as a play, player coach, mostly yeah. indoor. But the reason why I'm bringing this up because indoor and outdoor they, they have this in common. In this big man's world, whenever you look at like all tournament yeah. teams. Whenever you look at like MVPs, it's always the guy who is ranges from six two to six four. <laughs> two thousand four Olympics, right? Brazil won. Who's the best player on the court on both sides? It's Giba. Giba six two, right? Karch played was divertly one of I the best teams ever yeah. assembled. Karch is six two. Taylor Sander, what listed at six four six five, was voted best best player in the world, a best offensive player. And were there guys yeah. bigger than him at that position? It's yeah, it's crazy. Taylor, oh, yeah. we're gonna Taylor, see him. We're gonna see him block. By the way, I think, yeah. and I think he'll show everybody he can do it. Yeah, the word's out. Yep. Yeah. Um, Taylor Crab. Hey, here's another guy, right? Long Beach State. One one player yeah. one player of the year uh, voted player yeah. of the year by the American Volleyball Coaches Association Association in 2013. So it is a big man's world, but I just find it intriguing that guys like Taylor's not six two, but I'll call him Cusp. Guys like you, guys like him, um, are the ones in the MVP conversations. <laughs> you yeah, know, isn't isn't that crazy? then there's some guys you know then you got guys like phil that are that are in the mvp conversation too and and it's just but i hear what you're saying it's like you you can be man you can be dynamic at any size it's just i really think it's about understanding like what you can use your body for and not trying Mm -hmm. to play like somebody who's like if taylor tried to play like he was six nine it wouldn't work but he plays like him no you know he played and then that's how that's how he gets it done and he's got ways to beat the big guys well, you can't be a champion without um, knowing your limitations, right? Phil's, yeah, yeah. Phil's a big guy, dominant blocker, but he ain't. He's not gonna be in practice. He's not gonna uh, um, practice the a dip and pull. <laughs> you know, he's as stiff as a board, right? Like like Sharif from Qatar, he's gonna practice dip and then big big step back on yeah. something that I've been teaching some of my girls because I wanted to see, like, you want to see who's athletic Dude, how, enough how, to do how it. How tall is Sharif? Do we know how tall is Sharif? I don't know how tall is Sharif, but I, know, I think we both he's agree he's long. not as tall as Phil. No, no, but he, yeah, he's so long. He's yeah. like, I can't tell how tall he is either. He's just, 
he's got he's got some long arms. He's but mo- anyway, I know, yeah, he's mobile as hell too, man. Yeah, like, he's so good, man. I started teaching dip and pull watching him, like late dip. Just that's cool, and because that's because that's how a big guy can play a short guy. Like you catch a lot of people. Yeah. You were just talking about that. Now you see me. Now you don't. That little ghost yeah. face killer type thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and. A lot of big guys don't practice that because they don't have the flex, the dexterity and the flexibility as him. I'm like, we're not going to teach Jake how to do that in practice. Jake, don't, Jake's not interested in doing that. No, <laughs> you know, I, I Phil, think Jake can do it. But yeah, I know what yeah. you mean. Well, nutrition-wise, I think Jake is up for any challenge. Like Jake, yeah. Jake has. Um, yeah, talk Jake about a guy who took care of himself, huh? Or who's not took care, is taking care of himself. Dude, yeah, oh, man. I will, we can talk more about Jake if you want to, man, because it's it's so. It's so weird that Jake's about to be retiring or about to, you know, he has. And like, as long as I've been like aware of volleyball, mm-hmm. beach volleyball, Jake's been there doing it. It's going to be so weird to not have him in the tent, but we could like pretty much learn everything from him if we mm-hmm. watch him. Yeah. I, um, yeah. yeah, we can go and we need a whole another half hour. We're, we're probably going to be on just for like an hour. Um, if you've seen some of my podcasts, we go buck wild. So I, one, I, I think one was like three hours. One was like an hour and a half. Um, I had a, a veterans, a veterans, you know, military vet specialist. And we went over a little bit because the information she was disseminating yeah. was super necessary. Um, cool. So, That's really cool. And this, the big secret is, and I'm going to say it on this show, that was my, no, that was my sister. Oh, no, yeah? Yeah, no one, knew that. That no one knew it was my sister. She's got these long dreads. Um, she, the face she looks like Angelina Jolie, but she um, she has a um, laboratory, a medical laboratory sciences, master's degree, doctorate in social work. She's also, cool. she did two tours in Afghanistan, and and she, her, she, wow, she works for a military contractor that's like a, a 1-800 hotline for active duty vets who are like um, suicidal or this or that. So she has like three oh, jobs, and all of it, all of it's just making us better human beings. So Yeah, but, she's a legend. Yeah, man, she's a hybrid. Um, speaking of hitmen for hire and speaking for speaking of hybrids, you um, I've always considered Eric Baranek um, the ultimate hitman yeah. for hire. The guy who made the draw eight times with like seven different partners and just kept going until someone says, hey, I'm your guy. You got to play with Eric um, this year, right? And um, what was it, Manhattan? Yes, Beach? I did, man. Chicago. No, Chicago. 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 I looked at your bvb.info page i mean i know a lot about you but sometimes it's nothing like raw stats and just like years chronological timelines so you could appreciate who you are as a person yeah damn damn i called erica hitman for hire it's you right. man no, i thought that's what you were gonna say yeah <laughs> travis Tra- travis said i was the ultimate utility man yeah yeah that's, and that's a compliment yeah, i know i've been i've been through yeah, man. Well, no, I appreciate that. It's it's like, uh, you know, because because I've, I've played on both sides and blocked and played defense, and I've been at it for a little while now. I've had chances to do it to do it all, mm-hmm. and you know, I've got to play with some really good guys, um, mm-hmm. for short spans and long spans. You know, and it's crazy. Like when I think back on it, but but now, you know, um, you know. I, I don't know if you're getting ready to ask this or, but it, you know, stoked to, to say this, but, but Baranek and me, uh, we've, we've shook on it as a team uh, to go into the next season. And I'm so fired up on that. Cause that, you know, as fun as it is to get to play with a bunch of different guys, it's going to be, it's much more fun to, to put a team together and, and really work on it. And especially for me when I'm kind of like floating around sometimes between like, all right, am I on the left? I'm on the right. Am I blocking, defending? Like, you know, I know that I'm gonna I'm blocking full time. I'm on the left full time, and and Brannick is such a good partner, dude. Uh, I can't say enough about like how committed he is. He is so on it with his, uh, you know, works so hard in practice. He wants to build a team, not just like roll into a, an event. He wants to build a real team, and you know, he's putting the investment in, working his butt off to you know, so that we can together. We're, we're we've got coaching, and you know, we're not we're not cutting any corners. So I'm really pumped that we're a team. And uh, yeah, so hopefully I stop being like a utility man so much for a little while and, and, and we settle in and have a nice long run together. I'm a fan. Eric, listen, 
I'm yeah. um, I'm what you call a volleyball purist. Volleyball purist means you're a fan of the sport and you don't really give a shit who's playing or not. You just you're just there yeah. and you're engaged. Game, and yeah. either it's engaging or it's not. If it's not engaging, you move on to the next match. You know, there's no other courts in this and that. But there's yeah. only I'm gonna be honest with you. There's only a handful of people that I'm an actual fan of. Meaning, I know that person's playing. I'm leaving my house. <laughs> you know, you got the kid. Bye, bye. <laughs> Where's the nanny? It's uh, um, and for the the women, it's Chrissy Jones. It's um T T K N because I've been following uh, Cloth and Nuss uh for, for two Chrissy years. Play. I've been following yeah. them uh, before um in in the mid, in between seasons in LSU. So I watch because you know I've been doing color commentary on some of the. The, like the yeah. co coconut beach, which you didn't make. Um, I was in Atlantic City. Uh, I did court. Saw two. you in Atlantic City. Yeah, we Cameron Irvin did yeah. court one. I did. I did. Um, I did. Um, court two. They gave it to yep. me. They gave it to me by myself. They're like, "Is it okay if you do this by yourself?" I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah." You're like, "That's Jason." But all right. So for the men, it's Trevor. I'm a fan. Cool. And I it's love watching and, Trevor play. And it's Eric yeah. Baranek. And it's Eric cool. Baranek, this dude who I probably, yeah, if you looked at my YouTube videos, my, my, my NY Varsity Sports, I, the last two years, I probably have more video on that guy than any other male player, you know? Dude, he's a fun player. That's why he, mm -hmm. he he's outrageously quick. You know, we know that. Like, and, and, and now I see that with him running around on defense. But, dude, he just plays plays his heart out. He has he – has, uh, a lot of range on his offense like for for a smaller guy mm -hmm. like tons of range likes to go you know run offense quick um man just scoops so many balls and play plays his heart out and then he's he's a purist too you know because i i've been one of the things i love about him is that um he's he's from the south bay redondo uh, union high school and, yeah yeah and then you know i live here too he's, he's born and raised here you know, I'm, so I'm not born and raised here. Um, I think I've been here so long that I think sometimes people seem to think, and I coach at Miracosta, so they you got that look. People, <laughs> people are thinking I was born and raised here, and then oh, I wasn't. Yeah. I, I grew up, I grew up in Redlands, inland, but then I, I've been okay. here for like ten years. But Eric's, you know, born and raised here, so he gets like the culture. He gets like the the beach volleyball culture of the South Bay, and and that's like I love that culture. It's yeah. very near and dear to me. So I so appreciate that he's like he was raised on the beach doing this. Mm -hmm. um, and that kind of shows when he plays, I think, cause he, he plays with that kind of like respect for the game, that hustle, that, that dialogue, like that edge, you know, everything that kind of comes from, from the area, he's, he's all about it. So I totally understand. I mean, he was fun. He was like one of my favorite players to watch um, as well. You remember, know, remember and, 2019, remember um, Manhattan beach, him and Bill. Bill, oh, I know. Bill's coming back party. He, he, yeah. he knocked me out at he knocked me out 15, 13, and three. Me and Chase Frisch had an all out war with those guys. I think I think to get to fifth, I think we were at seventh. And it was it was I think. And and then he we just had the an epic match. Yeah. And and he played he played Unreal. And, it's on YouTube, guys. And, go to NY yeah, Varsity sure, you Sports. Can go, you can go watch it. You can go watch it. Yeah, it was a great match. It's, it has he a scoreboard. Awesome. It's a it's a match up. It's a score. I score cam that match for you guys. It's a scoreboard nice. on that. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's it. That's I go watch that and yeah, he's 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 legit. And then so last summer too, we spent pretty much the whole summer on the same court training together, not on the same team because he was playing with Andy Benish. But um, dude, I I mean, he was so he was working with with LT Coach LT who had his setup at Third Street. Yep. in Hermosa and I was in that crew training with LT all that summer right um and it didn't work out in the bubble in Long Beach I played with Ryan Doherty um and I was you know obviously defending on the right side but that like that didn't get finalized until pretty close to the bubble I was kind of doing a little bit of everything um that whole summer you know we were playing against each other all the time so many mornings so yeah. I spent a lot of time around him and was just always impressed and stoked on yeah. him and then uh i was so happy when he called me to play in chicago that that kind of fell together and then i knew right away it was a good fit and mm. you know when we had a chance to talk about putting the whole team together i knew he had like a vision for a real team and that's what i wanted nice. and i was all about it and I, you know i coached against him at manhattan beach in the qualifier i was coaching rob dear and rob mclean who you know, mm -hmm. Rob Rob McLean, another badass. He's coming up. I'm look out for that guy. 
Um, yeah, he's such a good guy too, man. And um, I love Rob. Man. And then the second time I was Rafu's um, coach. Uh, Rafu was playing with Ed, so I, I oh, so okay. I, so I'm like Ruff. since I'm taping all these games, I, I actually literally taped every single match from his run from the contenders bracket all the way to the semifinals. Cause after they beat That's you cool. guys, they beat Kame and Chalk. They'd, they'd already beaten Ricardo and Rosie. Uh, they'd beaten um, yeah. Hayden and Brunner. So the, I mean, a list of assassins. And then they had a, list they had a war assassins. with uh, Casey and Chase too. They almost got Casey and Chase. Well, that first set, yeah. So steering um, to and away from Eric Baranek, um, cause I want to get back yeah. to you. Um, give me, you guys played in Chicago. What's one thing I'm asking John Mayer question, <laughs> another former partner of yours, you hit man for hire. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in John Mayer format, give me one thing you thought Eric Baranek did well in Chicago as your partner. You, there's a bunch of things. First thing that came to your mind, bam, go. The first thing was just be tough because, um, you know, he actually would got, he tweaked something, um, on day one in this big long fight we had with, uh, Billy Allen and, um, and, uh, Andy Benish and, you know, he played so well, but he, he tweaked something in a knee and, and it was in like a lot of pain. And that evening we didn't even know for sure that he could play the next day. Hmm. Um, and you know, of course we didn't talk about any of this at the time, but you know, I went to bed like just, you know, praying he was okay and that we might even have a chance to, you know, try to play the next day. And, um, you know, plenty of guys could have made excuses and mailed it in like plenty of guys. Right. And, and he, he didn't do that. He knew it was important to try and he, he felt like he was okay enough. It wasn't going to hurt himself worse. And then he could get back out there and try. And then, and then he played like great. So, so, um, yeah, I'll tell you it was tough. That was yeah. the first thing he did. Here's actually a highlight. Um, showed up. Here's actually a highlight. Um, I had a uh, look at that. Look at that hair flow. I had a Manhattan Beach uh, top ten, top Matt, ten place. Yes, this is a qualifier match. This is Lotman and Derek Olson. <laughs> oh yeah. So I had a, I did like a top ten plays of Manhattan Beach, and mine's better than the AVP because the AVP only had center court. I did I I actually put together a compilation of center court and the auto court. So. Doug, Look how long this rally is. Another no. one of my partners, by the way, Derek Olson. Yep. One of my favorite yes. partners ever. Yep. Finally ends, and there go the shades. <laughs> and actually, watch this. The guy, he comes up to me and gives me, and comes off the court and gives me like a double pound. So, so off come the shades. By the way, this woman walks by and she catches the shades. He, yeah, she catches the are, shades. Don't even know where they came from. And here's him at the just, camera. He just yeeted those <laughs> things. In the <laughs> it's pretty, pretty cool. Don't seem possible. <laughs> okay. you, know, you know what's gnarly about the end of that rally is the shot at the end. Like that, I mean, that's a lot. That's, a, that's a all or nothing, but, right? But that like, that like inside out wrist away from from that spot and to, you know, he's so good at like, he puts that thing down kind of shallow all the way on the sideline. And he, yeah. he does that a lot. And he's really, really good at that shot. Not everyone's risking. No. To do that. And on the ocean side, it's nasty. Yeah, You're like, shot. you could do everything right and still not dig that shot. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, that, like mm. the, the back and forth is like, yeah, of course he does that all the time, but then he, it's got that nice little finishing snappy. That's a good shot. So, Okay, back to Chicago. Uh, let's talk about you. Yeah. What? Give me one thing that you would have liked to have done better um, at Chicago that you'd like to do better going forward. Ah, uh, it's uh, it's all side out for me, and and that's my whole mission as I'm going into this next season. Um, you know, I've haven't been shy about telling everyone like the reason I'm training so much right now and the reason I'm playing so many you know, tournaments, even small ones where I, what I can right now is because I'm, you know, I've come away from this season and, and looking ahead to the rest of my career, you know, realizing that I still have the big blessing that I get to play. I've got some, you know, I like my, my work and my life and my, you know, everything else sponsors and things like that are lined up so that I can keep doing it. Thank you, God, you know, that, that, like, that's amazing that I can still do it. And then, but, but I'm, you know, so stoked on the kind of career I've been able to have so far. I'm really grateful for that. But I, I know that, that there's the evolution for me to start winning on Sundays. Um, 
has got to come. I think it's not about like, am I a blocker? Am I a defender? It's about, am I, am I, do I have a side out game that, that works at the elite level? And, and for me, I realize that it's, you know, to beat the gnarliest blockers and the gnarliest teams, um, I felt like my side out game was just, it's just been too true, predictable. And that I hit the ball true. I, I kind of like I shoot the ball fairly true, or I have been shooting and hitting the ball fairly true. Um, you know, got the range in my arm to hit it anywhere, but kind of like make true contact a lot. And then, have you know the, the ability to go into drills and like hit ten perfect high lines in a drill or whatnot, but that's kind of like that one high line that we can that you can predict in that box. And instead of having like different speeds and different contact points and different like different gray area stuff in between shots and hits, like slap downs and chops and and like different speeds that you know where, where I'm looking to kill the ball that way more than I'm trying to hit the ball hard, you know, because I've done a lot of hitting the ball hard for a long time and and good well it gets you to, it gets you to a point but, like, but good I'm things to happen <laughs> good yeah, things happen do. when you yeah. hit it, when you hit the shit out of it <laughs> so, uh, hey and sometimes sometimes yeah and sometimes you get stuffed mm -hmm. by good blockers and yeah and and i think that, that that there's a higher level blocker that's in my face you know ready to take that take that power away and if, and if he can just sit on the power against me for the, you know, he's going to get it, you know, a good blocker is going to get it eventually. If, um, you know, if I'm just hitting the ball full speed so much, so I, I'm trying to reinvent my side out game. I think I've been like a good side out player, but not a great side out player because of that. I don't and, think and I to have be Sunday, days. you got to be great, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I think like I very rarely go into games and just like, just suck and can't side out at all but it's more about like can i side out you know 600 plus like routinely and and the only way i think i can get better at doing that is just having more variation like um you know i've been telling this story a lot like my my the guy who became a buddy of mine this this year was grant o'gorman when i got to play with him in Manhattan beach. And we always sort of like got along, but then we got to connect and be friends. And he stayed at my house for like a week. And he, he gave me like some really true, good insight. And he, and he talked, he talked to me from the heart and he just said, you know, Hey, I think the best thing you can do to improve your game is you got to stop playing by the rules so much. And what he meant by that was, you know, less, less true shots, less true swings that are like, yeah, they're good shots. They're good swings. But, um, it, it, there's like four or five, six things that the defense has to play for against you. You got to make them play you for like 12 different things, 15 different things, different variations in like contact and speed and slice and chisel and like make it so the blocker doesn't feel like he can just like press on you. And um, so and he was, he, and as he was telling me, I was like, dude, I know you're right. And I need to go back to the drawing board and I need to like change my, my mentality of how I side out. I need to, be thinking about off speed, you know, uh, in my, in my everyday preparation a whole lot more. And I'm always going to be able to hit the ball, hopefully until, until I can't, you know, like someday I won't, but like I, for right now I can, I can hit the ball when I need to, but I'm not, you know, trying to come in thinking about blasting every time. And, and so, yeah, I mean, and then in Chicago, I think, I think I played well, but like that, that's, when I look back to where I could have done better, it's all about like needing to have a different kind of uh, side out that made that made that, that softened up the defense against me. Um, you know, we got beat pretty solid by Kane and Theo. That's one of the best teams in the country right now. Playing good and, volleyball, uh, man. They're, they're just, they're just yeah, playing good volleyball, right? They're Dual. just really, really, they're really, really, really good right now. They're, Atlantic so, they're City, super good right now. Atlantic so, City, they did really well. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, yeah. They, they had a stretch like between what they went out Doha, played, I mean, um, Cancun. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and then, well, they went to Africa and they won that tournament and then they came, they won something else and then they came back to Atlantic City and they won or like they just like didn't lose a game against anybody for like a month. So I, they, they had a good season and they're really, really good. But, you know, against the block like Theo, I'm not just going to like hit my way through Theo. Of course, yeah. you know. So He's, he's on. And, when he's on, man, that dude's streaky blocker, man. He he's the best blocker no one talks about. He's he's a streaky blocker, you know. Oh, dude, he's 
I think, yeah, I think he's good blocker pretty much every time. And, and he's got, he got really, his side out got better this year. I think, like, I think, I think his side out has become pretty nasty. Um, it's always been good, but like, yeah, Theo's playing awesome, dude. And, and he's, he's doing it well. He's got his two kids and yeah, I'm stoked on him. Yeah. So, his so yeah, that's, too. that's what I need to get. That's what I'm working on. Yeah. Well, for you, I mean, as someone who's been doing this a long time as a coach at like every different level, I mean, obvious is obvious. I'm saying I'm gonna tell you something you already know, but since we got people listening, they don't know. So, uh, so we have to we have to perform this. You use, you don't make sure we we're not using our shots to set up power. You use your power to set up shots. Power power is what brought you to the dance. You 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 change levels on on your directional integrity on the power, and you use it that that to set up your shots as opposed to the other way around. You already know that. I'm preaching to the converted, but for the people who are listening, that's an educational tip. All right. Um, yeah, yeah. At the FIV, I, I, know, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, sure. at, at the FIVB level, yeah. you, you're not going to see a whole lot of shots. So when you when you get to where you got to go, you have you have to make sure what brought you to the dance, what what got you here, is is still um, catered to, where you know you need to level up on that. So. I, I guess what I'm saying is you don't need to change to increase your shot game to compensate for your power. That uh, those things are not mutually exclusive. They're binary. That you, I think you definitely get definitely get your uh, your offense, uh, the mixture of whatever you want, off speed, shoot this and that. Yeah. But at the same time, cater and upgrade what has brought you to the dance in the first place. Because if you make it to Sunday, no, no, well, not if when you make it to Sunday. So disrespectful. Sorry about that. When you make it to Sunday, um, trying to win on Sunday—that's the thing. Yeah, but, but look, which I haven't done yet. You're in your prime right now. You're 35, and people are like, "Oh, 35." No, 35. 35 is older. You're playing indoor, and your knees are shot to shit playing international ball. I played. I played right. in Germany right. for two years. A man. I was. That was. That was awesome, and, and I'll never do it again. But um, yeah. <laughs> um, when you get to Sunday and do the things that you want to do on Sunday on the regional scene, at some yeah. point. You got to level up. And we both know, we're, uh, based on my eye test, all right? We could, we could talk about the gladiators and the arena bullshit all we want. But based on my eye test, you don't, you're not going to see a whole lot of people on the FIVB scene shooting. <laughs> you know? Dude, can I tell you something really interesting? Please. I, I, I think, uh, you know, we, a study was just done. And I, you know, I've, been, I've heard this a couple different spots now. Um, yeah, because obviously most guys are, are taking heavy swings uh, on the on the world tour. They're just ripping. That that's what it looks like when you watch. I mean, guys are guys are hitting a lot more um, than they are shooting. But there was a study done, and, and this is this is in like the top FIVB events, men's volleyball. Okay. Um, in system, there's a higher first ball kill percentage, and this isn't just like winning the rally. This is first ball kill percentage uh, on on a shot than on a swing on, yeah. a, on, on something that you would chart as a shot. And I know part of like this conversation is like, I'm working on the things that would be like, um, if we were, you know, you ever play the game in practice where like, okay, you can only shoot in this drill or you can only hit this drill. And right. if you're playing, like if you're playing, you can only shoot. I'm talking about the stuff that you hit. And then mm -hmm. everyone looks at it as like, was that a shot? Was that a hit? I'm like, I, it's like in between, like that's, that's what I'm trying to really work on the most is the, right. is the tweener stuff. But like stuff that would actually be charted as a shot, um, according to this study, is going down as a first ball kill at a higher percentage than, than, uh, than a swing, a hard driven ball. Yes. And that's, that's just on like the that, – again, that's like past set shot. In that's system. not even counting the yeah. rally. But, if the, rally but the lurking continues, variable is in system. Right. In system, in system. So yeah. out of system. Yeah. And that's so funny because I've been learning that too. Like the, the greatest thing that I have going for me for, for probably all these years of being like such an aggressive swing guy is that when you get, when you get a little broken and you are a little bit out of system, that's not always the time to try and be cute. Cause I'm working so hard on slapping it and shooting it right now that I'm kind of ending up like trying to be too cute in transition and broken mm -hmm. place. Yeah. That that's actually the time for sure that you need to come in and be like be an athlete and go put the ball away. But it was in system that I was feeling like I had to get the I had to improve the most. I agree. 
I watched you for a in, long time. System, yep. yeah. I totally agree with you. And I like the study. You know why? Because the study applies to you. I just asked you one thing you yeah, want to get yeah. better at. You said siding out and you just cited the study. That has some lurking variables that I'm going to look into later because I'm not, yeah, yeah. you know, because I don't just go with the study and say good enough. I want to know the lurking variables. I want to know the sample yeah, yeah. size. I want to know which tournaments, if they're three-star, four-star tournaments. I want to know if they were the whole tournament or just playoffs. So there, there are a whole bunch of things that go into my mind because people believe what comes out of my mouth. So so if I say study show, they're not going to do the research if 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 because yeah, they, yeah. they know I did. Um, I, I would also be interested to see if that study also applied the transition uh, uh, as far as kills and shots and this and that. But, um, but we're not talking about that yeah. because we're talking about about, um, yeah, no, we're like talking about where you kill. want to get better. We're t I yeah, mean, so yeah, I, yeah. I didn't mean to drive us off the cliff on that one, but because that's no, what no, we talked about. I did. I was the one that took us there. I just, I, I thought it was so interesting. Like, because yeah. we were talking, you talk about the FIBB and like how many how guys hit mm -hmm. the ball so much. Mm -hmm. But it was and connected. Sorry to interrupt. It was connected to what you said. I just asked you, yeah. right? I just asked yeah. you, what's one thing you wanted to, to get better at <laughs> from Chicago up to this point? So, so yeah. you're Kanye West. You brought it back <laughs> full circle. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm just trying to side out better. Yeah. And I think, I think that the way I can do that is to use more, use more, uh, I'm just going to say off speed stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't even mean shots. I just mean like more speeds to my mm -hmm. attack. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's, what's going to help is like, you got everything yeah. else. You got good option swings. You have a very formidable block. You're served to That's space. That's getting better, yeah. You're served to spaces because uh, um, you, you're good at measuring your opponents. Like, you know what? No, this is a game. I don't need this. I don't need to shock the world with my serve. I could just go competitive enough and, and still win this. And there's some people you know you got to get them out. So you have intel an, an intelligent serve selection. Uh, your heart cannot be questioned. Your, dude, your heart Thanks, cannot man. be questioned. My favorite Thanks, two man. matches that I've ever watched you play, both of them were losses, by the way, uh, which um, is probably when I've seen your heart the most because you're not into this losing business. So you're like, if if they if I'm losing this game, they got to kill me. So one was the semifinals. <laughs> you uh, The first time I saw you, New York. Um, yeah. I think you played uh, Mayor and Mayor and, and Dougherty. Um, or it was, yeah, you played Mayor and Dougherty because Keenan played Phil. Phil, um, uh no, it was, it was no. Sorry, it's Gibbon no, Patterson. Time we got in, the first time we got in, we we had to go through Keenan and Billy Allen right. in the quarters. Sorry, so it wasn't a semis; it was a quarters, and you won. Yeah, that was a great and, match against Keenan and Billy. Yeah, that was a great match. Billy Billy K played so good. He, he played so well. Yeah, and the second one um, was Huntington Beach. It was P fourteen forty. You played with oh, the, yeah. the late, God rest his soul, the late Eric Zahn. Well, you had yeah. beaten Seminoff, which probably, you know, I mean, come on, we remember our favorite matches because I think you beat Seminoff to, to get to and that Harley match. And Harley Marquez. Right. Seminoff and Harley and Marquez. Marquez. Yes. And uh, to get to um, Tiwi um, and Ontiveros, right? Rubio. Yeah. They, we call them. I Rubio. Mean, I'm from New York, so I got a, a, a big Latino population, so I knew. I only knew him as Tiwi. Um, yeah, he's so good, man. Isn't he? Yeah, and yeah, he's he's nasty. He's but good. some of your best, some of your best performances. I, I don't even, you, I I don't even remember if they're wins or loses. I just know they came in these situations that required you to um what us New Yorkers say, cowboy the f up. You know, you ain't got time this for this. You ain't got time for a call that could go another way. Gotta go, gotta go. And man, you put on your your boots. You put in your cowboy boots and said yippee ki yay, man. It was so. <laughs> You played a lot of matches like that, but the two matches that come to my memory um, are, were those. And hey, guess what? I'm, uh, you're, you're, you're converting me. I'm gonna start fouling around Avery Dross, man. I don't know what's up. So thanks, bro. Um, thanks, bro. We only have a little bit of time, but I want to use this time, um, and we definitely got to do this again at some point. Maybe, maybe, right, maybe yeah. have, and maybe me, you, and Eric. I'll bring I'll bring the food, whatever you bring the drinks. Um, Let's go. You know we can do a watch party or something. <laughs> Maybe watch the UFC together. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. Go. I love. I'm a big MMA guy. I'm ex-military, nice, so I'm intrigued by um, how clean it is. I'm, and I'm sloppy, but uh, but yeah. um. Nice, dude. Here we go. CIFs. Let's uh, Miracosta. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're the head coach yeah, of Miracosta boys guys. team. Yeah. I call you Vasa yeah. I got a Vasa Fraz. Uh, Miracosta High School. You won. Um, your regionals and you won states, states for division one. Before I ask my question, the thing I like about your win is because in this world, in this bubble uh, with these good old boys clubs and these cliques, which, which I have a strong affection for because our love for the sport 
on a universal scale remains unconditional. Where you have all this talent, where you have all these kids that go to every volleyball camp possible uh, to be these good players before they even start their varsity season, the person who delivered was you. <laughs> the active player. And for me, I always have a pet peeve, because I told John Mayer this, if you want to win a championship, you have to retire as a player, because I've never in my life met uh, a coach at the highest levels um, who won a championship that's still an active player. They just, they're, they're unicorns. They don't exist, you know? John Mayer eventually retired, won the WCCs, but that's a different story. But my question to you is loaded. So th the reason why I'm talking, it's a loaded question, and I need you to uh, uh, wait for me on this one. Okay. As a player, how much did coaching boys and and working some of those muscles between the ears from the neck up not to mention to make sure they're technically correct and all that stuff how much yeah. did you coaching boys improve your game individually as a beach volleyball player oh, that's a great question bro uh, i think thanks for your patience comes, <laughs> yeah 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 the thing that comes to mind man so quick is when when i'm coaching other people i'm trying to get you know the boys to to you know the to hear me when i when i'm talking to them about the the toughest stuff for them to hear like when i'm trying to help them improve in their like their weakest areas or like to to really to um to accept something that i'm calling them out on and asking them to do that's hard and that that is maybe like a hole in their game right now and it's so hard to communicate that kind of stuff to people to help them understand, you know, first of all, you got to build a love so that they know like coach loves me. And he's telling me this like from his heart and to help us win. It's not cause he's just got an attitude with me. But then on the other side of that, it's like, it's just so hard to hear it and like really understand. No, you're, you're doing it a little wrong here and there's a better way to do it. And so I was like going through that with my boys and trying to help them, you know, maybe learn different, different things. And, and then I realized for me as a player, I was like, you know, look, think, I was thinking about how hard headed I had been about being like willing to unlearn stuff that I did. And, and like, I like how I could learn to, to, to coach myself, you know, and to, and to more like critically evaluate my game more honestly and really look at what I was doing and be willing to, to critique myself. And, and then like do like doing the work has never been hard for me. Like I'm, I I'm wired to work. It's not, you know, I get up and I go do it, but it's, it's more like the way I train. Am I like willing to admit that like you're doing this ineffectively and you've got to, you've got to learn how to do it a different kind of way. Otherwise you're going to keep having the same result. Um, so I feel like coaching other players, um, man, really helped me to like get into my own head and coach myself more, if that makes sense. That makes complete sense because one of the biggest challenges for adult professionals is being open to new ideas when you're set in your ways, right? In our, in our, psyche, yeah, dude. In our psyche, the way we play, it doesn't even matter if it's true, if it's successful or not. In our mind, we just believe it is, and it's and yeah. it's so hard yeah, to yeah. Un, to uh, uh, to un to not unlearn is the word you use using. I like that to change or to to take and improve in this and that. Um, for example, there's some things that ain't gonna change. All right, there's some things where you're just so far in. That's who you are. Um, um, like Phil, right? Like a coach is not going to come up to Phil and be like, you have a lefty approach, you need to change your steps. No, fuck off, right? I'm not, I'm not changing my steps, <laughs> you know? Um, so so there's certain things, right? Um, Rob McLean and I, we were talking about Rob, we were teaching some of our kids like the knee down pass and um, and they were trying to show, um, I was actually, I jumped in on a training group and I'm more of a, a I'm more of like a, a like a, a karch karaga, like a, a grind it out, just legs. And Rob's philosophy was that it's more energy to do it my way than to do it than to do it that way. But my argument was not if I've been doing it that way my whole life. <laughs> it's not energy consuming if that's what you if that's all you know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. so for me is uh, I'm not an active player. I'm done with this gangster stuff. But for, so for me, um, so for me, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it that way. I'm gonna learn it. And as a coach, as a as a twenty seven year a twenty five year coach, I'm going to teach it. 
Uh, yeah. um, but as a player, nah, I miss me on that one. So, so there are certain certain things as players that you have to unlearn because there's there's just a right way to do it and it's more productive. But but what you're yeah, not yeah. going to do as a coach, you're not going to take something that someone already has some success at, like Phil. He's able to goofy foot because he doesn't pivot jump. He doesn't pivot foot when he jumps, right? You know, you're an indoor coach. Feet, you know yeah. what the pivot foot is like. You that 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 that's left right left, and that left foot is like parallel to the net. That gives you more range or this or that. Phil's not doing yeah. that. Phil's jumping with both legs this way, uh. and he's done that. Um, and that's and that's the way it is. Tina Gradina, the what I do Olympian, too, yeah. Tina Gradina. Yep, she's um, goofy for like that in, too. Yeah. yeah, and I had Dana on the podcast. He's like, dude, don't think I haven't tried. <laughs> He's like, don't, oh, don't think she, I haven't tried. She still has one more year with Dane uh, at she USC. Grew up, she grew up watching uh, Alex Alex Samoylovs, you know, yeah. in Latvia do it that way too. Who's yeah. also a goofy foot. God damn, yeah, exactly. I love it. You read my mind. So <laughs> I love that. I knew that coaching kids, players who are active players, learn a lot about themselves. In, uh, yep. uh, individually from the neck up and the neck down. So my question were you, was to you was the how. And I knew the yeah. I, I knew the answer would be interesting. I, re I really, really love it, you know? Um, Thanks, bro. Well, uh, there's I, more too. Like, that's that's like the most standout way, but there's more. I learned a lot from coaching. Yeah, man. Still learning a lot from coaching. We're gonna, hey, look, I'm going to try to get you out here uh, four minutes early. Let's do a lightning round okay. thing, finish that way. Who's the most okay, conditioned bro. athlete Thanks. that you play with? Triborn. Triborn, who is the team that you look forward to playing every tournament? You're you're amped to play a little bit more. You're amped to play all of them, but give me one top of your head. It's always been Jake and Taylor because I just felt like that was the ultimate test, and now it's going to be like, now it's going to be something different. But who's the most? So, so, right, go ahead. Sorry, go, go no no. Who's the most extroverted partner that you played with that always galvanizes the crowd in a good or bad way? Eric Zahn. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> right? It has yeah. To be, yeah. I and actually, you guys, but it's got to be Zon. I mean, it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, look, I had a couple of more, but I really, really want to get you out of here because I know. That's oh, all right. We can, we can lightning. I got, I got three minutes. Oh, three minutes. Do you like, I do you like pools or do you like the beach? Beach. <laughs> He's like, beach. what kind of question is that? <laughs> <laughs> do you, um, uh, last book you've read? Um, the Great Divorce by C.S. Lewis. Great Divorce. Nice. The, last book. the Great Divorce by C.S. Lewis is the last book I read. Um, have you seen Band of Brothers? It's not, it's, not, it's not about marriage, divorce. It's a different, different understanding of the word divorce. Have you seen Sorry. Band of Brothers? No. No, I haven't. Shoot. All right. No, I haven't. Cool. That's, I got to see that, yeah. Nice. All right, that's all I got. I want to finish with this all on, right. on Band of Brothers, okay? We few, we happy few, we Band of Brothers. For he today that sheds his blood for me shall be my brother. That's the, that's the um, um, I think that's Henry IV. Um, and I, I actually, Evolution, awesome. when I was a Duncan Avery, um, yeah. in practice, I would just repeat it. So anyone yeah, that's, that's ever awesome. played for me, they're like, we few, we happy few. And they're like, that's Jason. So that's one of my big yeah. secrets. But Avery Dross, before you go, plug in cool your story. website, okay. Instagram handle, some, somewhere where people want to know more about the blonde-haired, blue-eyed, beautiful Avery yeah. Drost. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just like, the, I'm the most active on Insta, for sure. So my Insta, is just, it's just my name. It's at Avery Drost. That's it. And I'm on there, so I'll get messages and things like that. Nice. And uh, you can see pictures of my kids. Oh, yeah, I can't. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Beautiful kids. All right, so guys, yeah. we're going to wrap it up. Avery Dross might love you, but I don't love you. In fact, I can't stand any of you. In fact, I'm out of here. So for all of you at home, <laughs> for all of you who are eating lunch watching this, for all of you in your iPad, iPhone, Droid, desktop, who runs the world? Old school. Old school. For Avery Dross, this is episode 115. I am Jason DeBeas. <laughs> Stay with me after this. We're out of here. Come check My out man. the Option Podcast on OptionDB.com. It's also available on iTunes and Spotify and on YouTube under the NY Varsity Sports Handle. You're going to love what you hear.